Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just before we get into the interview, this is just a brief message. Uh, this is actually a recording of the 2021 Superconscious Success Summit interviews. If you do want to check out the introductory for all of the guests, then you can go across to our Superconscious Success YouTube channel where you'll be able to find all the introductions. These particular podcast interviews will be the interview only. Okay, thank you. Now let's get on to the interview. Superconscious Success fam, welcome back to the Superconscious Success Super Summit. Today we're actually going to be talking to David Brooke and we're going to be talking about conquering pandemic anxiety through gratitude. Now, David, if you have not yet um, seen his introduction, head across to the Superconscious Success YouTube channel where he has gone into his story as to how he became the gratitude guy, the um, struggles that he went through that really made him recognize what uh, gratitude was and why it was so important to have it in your life. David and I have been friends for a good few years now and um, and I have seen some massive growth in him and the amount of people that he has lives who he has changed is incredible. So I am so blessed to have him on this show. Thank you so much, David, for being here. How are you going today? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jen. The pleasure is mine. I'm always excited for the uh... The Super Conscious Summit, because I know there's going to be tons of very influential people. So I'm grateful to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm so blessed to have all the people on the summit that I have and um, and to to be able to share this knowledge um, with the world, because there is there is so much out there. We can live lives of happiness and fulfillment if we actually um, learn the techniques and the, and the strategies and the formulas that are required to make that happen. So can we start off by explaining exactly what gratitude is and also the effect that it has on your life? Absolutely. And I think if you went to, to Webster's, it would say something to the dictionary, something to the effect of gratitude is seeing the best in things, or as I always say, seeing things that, the things that you have versus the things that you don't have. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's really a mindset but and it's something that it's I think is so important to understand that it is a choice. And the same way I'd say people in talks and in uh, seminars and workshops and things that I do, every day you get up, you have a choice to get out of the left side of your bed or the right side of your bed. Good mood, bad mood, up, down, left, right, grateful, ungrateful, negative, positive, however you want to look at it. So gratitude is really defined as just taking the best of things. And of course, you've heard the one for years, the, the glass half full, but that's always been a great one. The glass is half full versus half empty. And I think over my years on the planet, I just have noticed I've 
gravitated more and more towards people that see the glass half full because I think to be around because I'm a very glass half full person, Jen, you are. And I just, I've been around half empty people and it's just not pleasant. They always find the worst in things. They always find the dark side. They always find the downside. And I think again, it's a choice that we get to make. And so I choose gratitude and I choose to have that as a mindset. And it really does give you such a chance to navigate so much better through life. In fact, you mentioned conquering pandemic anxiety through gratitude. When I first kind of shifted after COVID hit about a year ago, the first thing I came up with was conquering quarantine fatigue because we were all quarantined and how this yeah. is gratitude can help you. Then it became conquering pandemic anxiety through gratitude. And now I'm about to shift to a new normal mm -hmm. through gratitude because we're all going to experience a new normal. But no matter what the talk is or the name, the common thread is gratitude and that gratitude mindset, which is so much, again, about that glass half full. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing. It's um, the, the glass half full. I've always been a glass half full person ever since I was young. I've, I look back and I think about what I was like as a kid. And I've always, even, even through my times of being bullying, bullied and all sorts of things, I was still quite a positive person. Um, and, you know, they say that you're, that the five people that are around you the most, they're the ones that, that affect you. And so try and be around people that are glass half full and, um, and you're going, your mindset is naturally going to be better. Um, I believe that everybody that's in our life is here for a reason. And I believe that there are lessons to be learned. But I think, as you said, it is a choice. And we can choose to either focus on something, a situation, as though it's the worst thing in the world to ever happen, or we can choose to go, you know what, this may have happened, but I'm grateful for such and such. Um, yeah. And when, when we talk about the pandemic, and I'm going to, as I call the fear-demic, um, I'm going to get you to go into that in a sec. Um, but I think if you focus on um, the good stuff that's come out of the, out of the pandemic, um, the connections people have made, the, um, you know, the, as I, as I look out there being a light worker, the expanded consciousness that we see. Um, and so I'm going to ask you during this time, um, what are some things that you have seen that has allowed you to be grateful during this time of the fear-demic? Well, it's a great point. And I might, I might want to add too, just back to a comment you made earlier about the five people. I've always thought one of the most graphic and, and ones that just illustrates it so perfectly is one bad apple spoils the bunch. Mm -hmm. You see five or six apples and then one goes bad and guess what? They all start going bad. It's exactly a metaphor for what happens with people. That negative thing just yeah. floods out to everybody else. So, but a great point, because I think it, one of the things I talk about is the silver linings of the coronavirus or COVID-19 and the pandemic. And there just are so many things. And again, we have this choice. I like to keep coming back to, we have a choice to go left or right or up or down, as I said. So I think about things like just the whole world has gone through something. Never before has there been this sense of community throughout the whole world. Yeah. There were world wars and, and, and famine and epidemics and all these things, and, but never for the whole world. So there's that connection that comes from that. There's all these conveniences that happen. I think something like Zoom is, yeah. oh my goodness, my business has completely changed. And a lot of people don't recognize that not only is Zoom such a great video platform, but it was only a few years ago 
go that that wouldn't have been possible because of the lack of bandwidth. They had yep. to in increase bandwidth, which was only coming out in the last four or five. This Zoom probably couldn't have happened five or six years ago. And that's it, funny. It, that's funny because I'll just interject for a sec because I was mm -hmm. just saying to my son yesterday, and we were talking about that, and I was saying how grateful I am that we have Zoom. I think I just come out of an interview, and I was saying how grateful I am that I had Zoom, and I was able to connect with all of these people. And I said, if we had have looked back 10 years ago, um, I was still on cable. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and was, God. Yeah. And so could you imagine trying to connect on cable when it's constantly disconnecting itself all the time? Oh, my goodness. And remember when the pictures used to come up line by line? You'd have to wait for the picture to go through. So, no, but it's, it's really true. And, again, this is why I think it's so important how you look at things. I was thinking, for instance, I use Amazon Fresh. I haven't been in a grocery store in, like, six months. I just have a few keystrokes, and here's the milk, and here's the, the eggs and whatever else I need, and knock on the door. Two days later, there's the food. But there's so many really neat things. And I think even though it's been tough for the children and school, Think about the memories that have been made between these families and the kids that were at home that typically would have been at school. I know they're going to get back to school here pretty soon, but those are going to be memories they're going to live forever as getting to be part of a family. Family dinner. When I grew up, there was a family dinner and there was mom and dad and my three brothers and sisters and all seven of us had dinner every night. That went by the wayside. You know that came back. So there's been just so many things that have been really absolutely fantastic. And I think the Zoom, I think about efficiencies is another thing. Obviously, I'm on Seattle and the West Coast in the United States. Jennifer, you're in Perth, Australia. So it's so neat. Here's Zoom, as I said earlier. But how about this one? I had a gentleman that does videos for me. I used to drive an hour out to the north end of Seattle, have a coffee with him at Starbucks for an hour, and then drive an hour back. Now, we have a one-hour Zoom. I have my own coffee. Oh, by the way, on the mug. Oh, gosh, gratitude. And, and I saved two hours. Absolutely. I have two hours I get back I can use for other things and I still spend all that quality time for the hour. So it, there's really a long list. But again, it goes back to you're going to find people in your life that no matter what you say, they'll find the bad things. And there are bad things. But yes, if we can just focus on the positive, you know, ultimately, we all go through these trials and tribulations. Life is like a big roller coaster. And yes, I understand the top part is more fun. The bottom's no fun. We want to be back at the top, but the bottom is where you learn your lessons mm -hmm. and really understand to appreciate down so then you can in turn appreciate up. So yeah. it's, it's just a really great mindset. Absolutely. And as I mentioned before, um, there, there is a, a, a real connection between gratitude and faith. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, are, if you are constantly focused on on the negative and you're constantly focusing on how bad the world is. And, you know, I mean, I've, I've talked to people that, you know, during COVID time and even not during COVID time that are constantly talking about how dangerous our world is and, and how worried they are for the kids in, in, in the world today, because it's, um, because there, there's so much more competition and, um, and all of this, and I think it does come down to what you're focusing on. If you're focusing on that, then, then that's what you're going to see. Now, when it comes to connection and to faith, it's about trust, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But gratitude is about trust. So can you give us a little bit as to, as to the connection between gratitude and, and faith? Yeah, you know, I think it's an interesting question because 
I happen to be a, a person of faith, and I really believe that that's, there's many things in the Bible that talk about gratitude and appreciation. I even think about something when they say money is not the root of all evil. The love of money is the root mm. of all evil. And, and so you think about these different things, and it, it's interesting because I've had to kind of tailor my talks because when I speak in churches, of course, I get to talk about my faith and how much it's one of these blessings that we have to go out and appreciate everything that we have and not, you know, be looking at somebody else with that cast that eye, like I wish I had their stuff or their their property or their, as I said, their husband or their wife or whatever. And but then people have talked to me in business and said, now you're not you're not going to talk about God, right? You're not going to bring up Jesus or anything, okay? And so I've really learned denominational, non-denominational, kind of to really tailor it, if you will. But I do believe, I've always kind of believed that faith is a very individual decision that we all get to make. And I think about um, growing up, and I remember this from 50, 60, 70 years ago, never talk about sex, religion, and politics. That was my mom always told me that. And I well, how come I can't just remember that? Never talk yeah. about sex, religion, or politics. So, but I do think that gratitude with a faith-based belief is really the ultimate combination. And for the people that don't have a faith, gratitude can still be a very powerful uh, mindset and way to appreciate things in life. But it's that much more fulfilling if you have a faith to go along with it. Yeah, and and the thing is, when we talk about faith, um, we're not talking about a specific religion, and what we're talking about is spirituality. And what we're talking about is the belief that there is a higher power out there that is actually helping us to, to move towards our path, helping us to move towards our purpose and help us live the life we were designed to live. So um, there is a lot of, a lot of um, interesting um, concepts around God. And as you said, people say to you, you're not going to talk about God, are you? Because, because, they, they kind of connect religion as being the same as spirituality and it's not necessarily the same thing. But I do right. agree with you that when you, um, when you do connect the two, there is so much more power. And even when you talk about manifestation, yeah. um, gratitude is one of the primary, um, primary things that you need to get a hold on in order to manifest what it is that you're wanting in your life. Because mm -hmm. if you can't appreciate what you've got right now, um, source is not going to send any more to you. Exactly. Exactly. You know, well so, um, so when we talk about gratitude, um, you, you have some really interesting activities that you, that you get people to do in order to start to appreciate the gratitude. Can you give us a couple of those? Cause I think that'd be really fun. You bet. You bet. I'd be happy to. I, when I do my keynote speeches, they're 60 to 90 minutes long, probably the majority of them are 60 minutes. And in that 60 minutes, I try to have about six or eight exercises. And the whole concept behind it is to, to really give people real life examples of how living a life of gratitude can help them. And yeah. whether you're dealing with a pandemic or the ups and downs of life or whatever. So, but I'll give you just an example of one. And I used to use the three by five cards for this, but now I just have people on, on Zoom because they would be in person and they'd pick a partner. Well, now I can't do it in Zoom where everybody's by themselves because they hit a computer. And I call it the U-R exercise, Y-O-U-A-R-E. And I have each person, I'll say, well, I'm going to give you 60 seconds and write on your piece of paper, U-R, those two words. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to picture yourself being the biggest cheerleader 
your that you have in your life. I want you to picture yourself being that person. It could be your mom, your dad, your husband, your wife, your best friend, whoever it is, whoever is your biggest cheerleader, I want you to put their hat on right now. And I'm gonna give you 60 seconds to write down all the things they would say about you. You are talented, you are creative, you are funny, you are energetic. However they would see you, 60 seconds, go. So they take 60 seconds and they write all these things down. And I go, okay, now stop. And I'm assuming they've done six, eight, 10, a dozen type things that they've written. So I go, okay, now take a moment, take 10 seconds. It took you a minute to write them all down, but it'll just take you 10 or 15 seconds. I want you to slowly reread each one of those qualities. And now when you get to the end of the, the list of how the, what they said about you, by a high five in the screen, how many people feel better? And of yeah. course, 90% of the hands go into the screen, high five. And so then I explained to people, so here's what's interesting. Why do we have other people saying such nice things about ourselves, but we don't tend to do that as much? Mm -hmm. Why do we say things to ourselves we'd never say to a friend? But yeah. look at the impact on that. And so then when I have the piece of paper or the card, also how many people are going to hold on to that card? And everybody raises their hand. And I say, put it on the refrigerator, put it on the mirror, put it on your computer, put it on your bulletin board, put it on somewhere where you're going to see that every day to remind you of all the incredible qualities you have. And so that's one example. Another one, Jen, that I do, I just started this one recently is when people are feeling a little bad about themselves, I say, okay, here's another one. I'm gonna give you a minute. You've got to promise me you're gonna finish this exercise, but I'm gonna get you started on it. Mm -hmm. And what I have them do is I give me, I give them 60 seconds again, back on the pad of paper, because most people are on Zoom. It's just them and the pad and the pen. And I say, I want you to list down as fast as you can the most memorable events of your life. I don't care if it's personal, professional, children, husband, trips, events, whatever it is, the most memorable things, write as many things as you can, hopefully in priority order, as fast as you can. Boom, 60 seconds. So they write them down. So now at the end of 60 seconds, I go, okay, now here's what I'd like you to do. Everybody give me a high five. You don't even know what I'm going to tell you. Give me a high five. So everybody has to give me a high five. You're all going to promise me this. So one week from today, I want you to promise me you will expand that list. You probably wrote eight, 10, 12 things to either one of three things, top 25, top 50, or top 100. One of those three, I want you to fill it out to there. And I, I would recommend you do it on a Word doc or an Excel spreadsheet or something so you can shift them around to the most important priorities. And then promise me you'll do that a week from today. When it's done, print it out, do the same thing as the UR card, put it near your mirror, put it on your bureau, put it near your computer, anywhere where you can see it. If you're having a bad day, and you go look at all the most memorable things you've done in your life, you will feel better. Yeah. And how that started with me is I like to be the litmus test for any of these uh, exercises is one day I was looking at a world map and I've never been to Rome and I've never been to Milan and I've never even been to Paris and gosh, to Great Britain. I've just like got a little bit of the feel sorry for oh, myself. I know. Yeah, I go, wait a minute, you're the gratitude guy. And then I went back and made that list. Oh my goodness. I did the hundred top yeah. 100. Number one was the birth of my son. I, number two was my older son. It never, number five was speaking to 10,000 soldiers at a joint base, Lewis McCord military base here in South Seattle and so forth. So it just goes back to framing things to focus on what you have versus what you don't have. And it's again, just so important. But there's a couple of exercises that are really good. And the reason I like them, Jen, is because 
I've watched a ton of speakers. I've gotten so many tips and so many ideas from watching other speakers. But one thing I think is sad is I'll watch a speaker on Monday and on Tuesday ask me what I thought and I can't tell you. I just, I, he, he or she was good. I don't really remember what they said. Yeah. This way, you're going to remember those things to take with you and you can use them throughout to help deal with this negativity or in this case, the pandemic or anything else. Yeah, and I do I do a similar thing when it comes to um, on New Year's Eve. Everybody sets their New Year's resolutions. That's just mm -hmm. that's just mm -hmm. part of. Um, um, but how many of us actually continue? How many of yeah. us actually get through um, that list by the end of the year? Uh, my yeah. list can change throughout the year because you you pivot, you change direction. But every New Year's Eve, I sit down with my husband and my kids, and we have a big card of paper. And we split it down the middle and then on one side of it is everything we've accomplished in the previous year so kind of like the list that you were talking about the the list of of what you've achieved of your biggest moments yeah. and then on the other side is what we're looking to achieve in the in the following year and mm -hmm. that puts you into that state of wow i really did achieve a lot last year because yeah. a lot of a lot of the time we forget about everything that we've done we forget right. about That's all those true. moments we'd be grateful for. That's true. That's true. Very good point. Mm. So, um, and the other thing that we can do, um, as we mentioned before, is have a gratitude journal. Now, mm -hmm. um, you've created your own gratitude journal, which is awesome. Uh, you can get that. Where can they get a copy of that? Well, I just happen to have one close by. Uh, <laughs> the Brooker's Daily Gratitude Journal is available on Amazon. It costs $15. And I do sell a lot of these, and I sell them to the soldiers when I speak to the military and so forth. But uh, I've told people before, and I'm happy to talk about the journal, that if they want to buy mine, that's fantastic. And But at the same time, if you get a spiral notebook and that works for you, that's fine. But yeah. start doing it. It's so powerful. And so when you're, so when you're doing... Um, your gratitudes, do you recommend a morning or do you recommend evening or it just depends on what works best for you? Well, great question because first of all, I might add too about there's a little saying, you can't see it on the podcast up here in the corner, but it says, if you think about it, it's like a dream. If you talk about it, it inspires you. But if you write about it, it empowers you. Yeah. So it's so important to write. And I think the thing is, here's that this journal is formatted. And as you asked too, every single day, Jen, I never miss a day, is formatted. And whether you write in the morning or in the afternoon or evening, it's kind of a, a choice. I oftentimes think about when I, my mood will go down a little bit. Sometimes it's when I wake up in the morning, usually by the end of a, like a very busy day, like today, as you and I were chatting earlier, uh, I'm fired up and there's so many things going on. So it works better for me to write in the morning. It just yeah. kind of gives me that quick lift in everything I'm grateful for. I'll write notes on, on Jen's podcast or whatever too, little things in the margin, but it's, it's just really neat. And can I tell you how this is formatted yeah. on this one? Because as an example, it has up here the day and the date, and then there's the daily number. Then there's two lines for special occasions and uh, current events. And that's just so you don't have to have a diary. Yeah. Then there's four or five lines, which you're grateful for. This is on the left-hand side of the page. And then down here is two lines. And that was, what was the highlight of your day yesterday? 
we're always focusing on those neat things that are happening, the pluses. And then on the right-hand side is your gratitude intentions. And that's what you're going to be grateful for that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. Because your subconscious mind cannot determine the difference between what actually has happened and what it thinks has happened. And so you can write down all these great things as if they've already happened. And you'd be amazed how many times it manifests itself in actually happening and so forth. But I use the daily number as a way to kind of take your temperature. And one to 10, 10 is the best day of your life. And one is maybe one of the more challenging days. And you can see here, it's not close, but I'm a nine. I'm usually a nine or a 10. But when I'm a six or a seven and I'm having a tough day, boy, the minute I write in this, it always bumps me up and gets yeah. me a little bit more positive because, again, I'm focusing on what I have. But it's so important. And I think one of the biggest struggles that I have, whether it's my journal or a spiral notebook, is this concept of getting people to do it. So I promise to have them promise me as I get towards the end of my talks about, just promise me you'll do it for one week and yeah. just do one sentence. If you even write one word, I'm grateful for my friend, Jennifer Matthews, whatever it is, if you just try it, because doing less than you expected or hoped for is so much better than doing nothing at all. And so even if you, you write it out like I do, but if you just put one sentence, maybe tomorrow you put two sentences, but get started. And my appeal to these followers or people that are in the audience, if you write one sentence for a week, tell me how you feel after a week. And yeah. I think you'll notice a difference. And back to your question too, Jan, on the morning and night, I've, oft, I've had a lot of people tell me they write in the morning and then they reread it again at night before they go to bed. It just takes 30 seconds to reread it. Yeah. And then other people will do put things in the margin throughout the day as things happen to them and they'll kind of write things around the corner. So a lot of different interpretations, but as far as morning and night, that's kind of a personal preference of where your time you want to spend with that journal is. Fantastic. Well, we've had we've had so much um, content here, David. And I am so as I said, I'm so blessed to have you on here and to talk about gratitude and Thanks. attendees, um, super conscious success fam, uh, put this into practice, start to write in your gratitude journal, start to appreciate that which you have, because we have so much in life, even if we don't see it in front of us, start writing the little things down. Start writing, I am grateful that it is sunny day today. I am grateful that um, I have these legs that I can walk with. Um, or, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be massive. But just start that process and then you can look back at it and you can go, wow, I am really, really lucky to have everything that I've got. So gratitude, such a big topic, so important. If you're wanting to manifest that which you want in your life, start to in implement it. Thank you so much, David, for being here. Is Thank there anything you. else you'd like to leave our listeners with? I think probably just to echo what I just said, Jen, and that is whether it's the gratitude mindset or a gratitude journal, give it a try. Try it for a week. And even if it was, as I say, you write down one word every day, one sentence, two sentences, try it for a week and see. It's amazing. I have had, I didn't tell the story how one day I woke up and I was about a two or three, I was really down and I wrote my gratitude journal and that moved me up to about a five or a six. And then I went and gave a talk and two people told me I changed their life. And when I got in my car to drive home, I was a nine. Yeah. And I thought, wow, look how that did. So it's got such abilities to change your mindset and help you because you're focusing on what you have. So my final message is just give it a try and it really will make a difference. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, David. Um, thank you for having me. Head across to the um, playbook where all of David's links and information will be. So 
until the next talk, thanks for being here with us and thank you, David. Thank you.